You are listening to Interform Podcast with Ro on the radio. You're going to want to hear this. Welcome to Interform Podcast. It's me, your girl, Ro on the radio. I have got a magnificent guest with me today, DJ D. Sewell from KISS 105.3 and 1340, where hip-hop and R&B live. <laughs> you know I me. did so good. <laughs> Sounded better than me. <laughs> You'll take my job. <laughs> so, I mean, I doubt that there's anybody in Northwest Arkansas who doesn't know you because you're constantly on the airwaves and, and super busy putting on shows and things like that. But for those who may not know... Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and where, where you came from. I'm DJ D. Sewell. I'm a DJ. I've been DJing for over 10 years now. Mm. Um, I came from Little Rock. I did radio for five years there. I've been mm-hmm. here. It's almost six years now. Wow. And, uh, Kiss 105.3. And from radio to throwing shows to DJing from, to Snoop to T-Pain. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot. A lot. So uh, this episode is about black music in Northwest Arkansas. And the reason I want to talk about it is because there is a significant difference from where it was or where it started to what it is now. Now, I've only been here since or in Northwest Arkansas since 2012. Um, and even during that time frame, there's been a lot of changes. Like KISS 105.3 and 1340 is like the first black radio station in Northwest Arkansas, and yeah. you guys came about in 2014. Uh, I just know six years ago. So what is okay, that? What 16. That? Yeah. Okay, I was sort of close. <laughs> Time going by so fast. Time bro. is flying by. So I want to know for you, was it a little bit of a culture shock with you coming from Little Rock? Because I feel like there's a little bit more history there as far as black music, and then basically starting from scratch, like in Northwest Arkansas. How was that for you? Well, I technically didn't start from scratch. I went to school mm-hmm. up here. So this is my second time. Oh, being okay. Up here. You went to school up here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so the actually, radio station was really more like a first start. That was thing. the first time. So yeah. uh, and that made it more comfortable coming back. Yeah. But uh, I actually did college radio. And what was cool about that, me and a friend, we did hip hop for yeah. college. So I did uh, sports talk and a hip hop mm-hmm. for uh, when I went to U of A. So uh, I did that and graduated from there and moved back to Little Rock. Oh, so got like, you. Yeah, so that's how I came back. So now I, I was comfortable with the scene, and I knew that it would be a big deal. I remember right. coming up here and nobody, you know what I'm saying, knowing the new songs and stuff like that. Hello. So I, I grew up with all of that uh, when I was in college. So yeah. I, I knew it would be a good, a, a big thing up here. So did you move back to Little Rock because that was like your home or because there you didn't feel like there was a, um, an outlet for you or black music in Northwest Arkansas at that time? Uh, truthfully, I graduated mm-hmm. college, and then I moved to Miami. And I uh, had dreams of being this huge star <laughs> immediately then. Uh, things didn't quite work out. I hadn't planned it, role. So uh, I was in Miami for a year and mm-hmm. uh, really moved back to Little Rock to kind of regroup. And okay. one of the best things because I ended up getting hired from a radio station that I interned for years later. Nice. So, uh, it's crazy how everything came back around. But yeah, a borderline... Down, down on my luck when I have went to Little Rock and yeah. just end up everything worked out with the radio station. Obviously, because yeah. you're doing super well now. So from 2012, oh, what, we're not going to start from 2012 because I'm just being selfish. That's, what I, <laughs> when, you that's when I got here. <laughs> everything don't start then. Um, so 2016, when Northwest Arkansas got um, KISS 105.3 and 1340, that's a Perry Broadcasting, mm-hmm. and that's a black-owned um, radio network or... Uh, broadcasting company, and it's the biggest black-owned broadcasting yeah. company in, in the country. So That's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. So would you say that things started changing as far as the Northwest Arkansas black music scene 
once the radio station got here or do you feel like it was changing before that and that and then the radio station kind of propelled it uh a lot of things go hand in hand with that bro i, I um i can't just take let the radio station take all the credit mm-hmm. hip-hop being the explosion with hip-hop at that time went hand in hand mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying we we couldn't picture hip-hop being the number one genre right right yeah. when a radio station sure. is coming and it's more acceptable you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so it made it more easy, but no, nah, we, we we couldn't have seen that coming. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I just think it worked hand in hand with it. It was perfect timing. Absolutely. Really. Yeah. So I, I want to know, like, what kind of advice would you give to maybe someone in your position or someone who is up and coming who wants to produce beats or someone who wants to be an artist? Like, what are some key tips that maybe you have learned, like, in your success in your career of how to gain more visibility because what I've seen you do over the past couple of years is provide shows and platforms for local artists. So in order to make those platforms, I guess, stick or to be a little bit more consistent and to get more visibility, what is some tips that you can give to people? Uh, number one, you got to be a hundred percent you. That's what's going to make you stick out. Following mm-hmm. the trend, if you're doing that, you're going to be too late by the time you, you catch up to it. You know oh, what I'm saying? Oh, wow. So if you're 100% you, it's only one of you. You know what I'm saying? It's going to yeah. be hard for somebody to, to, to be you. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the first thing. And it's hard for everybody to do that. Even myself being on the radio, I told you I've been on the radio for 10 years. It was probably like five or six before I was comfortable with how I sound, with yeah. being goofy Because you Darren. hear yourself on the radio you know and you're like, I don't like the way I sound. Yeah, <laughs> even when I mess a word up, like... Even with, with names, I'll yeah. joke about, oh boy, I'm finna mess this name up. But I'm comfortable <laughs> with that. That's just me. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it takes a while for that. But uh, first, be comfortable with yourself because mm-hmm. it's only you. Um, once you find your thing, uh, you know what I'm saying, what you're comfortable with, stick with it. Mm. From zero likes to a billion likes, mm-hmm. you got to just stick with it. Mm-hmm. If you've constantly got to see that zero, it got to stay there. And you got to finally, okay, I got two this time. Okay. Mm, went from two to 15. Yeah. 15 to 30. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You have to go through that journey. You have to be able to accept all that. But uh, stick with it. And uh, content. You mm-hmm. got to figure out what content consistent makes sense. Consistent content. Yes, yes. Know or your audience. Or let me say this. You say consistent. Or just what fits you. Almost, okay. Because when you say that, I kind of think I had a weekend came out. And he was real mysterious. Yeah. Like, yeah. You could have been still. Yeah. If that's your thing. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But that's all it is. Just kind of finding your thing and finding the content that fits that and just stay with it. Mm, that's some good advice. So, I mean, you know, I'm trying to be a rapper. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> Drop that freestyle, bro. It would be terrible. <laughs> I, I stay in my lane. Absolutely. So I have seen so much growth in um, black music in Northwest Arkansas. I, I never would have thought we would have um, a T-Pain concert. I never thought we would have Ludacris or Snoop or um, Nelly. And so I really feel like um, the way that I think you're a part of that as far as like growing the landscape and the awareness of Northwest Arkansas, like, hey, we, you know, we have hip hop here, too. Where do you see it going after this? It's an ex- getting bigger because you're fresh right off now. of T-Pain. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, two ways. Either the, the explosion keeps going and maybe the... The amp catches on and keep bringing more shows. Right. You got to think about this. We didn't even see JJ's live coming and doing this. You know what I'm saying? Like two years ago, I couldn't even imagine that. So who knows what the next venue would be. Got to give a shout out to my man Tony bringing the show like the T-Pain and Mike Jones, the throwback show. For sure. So so, it's so many different lanes. Mm -hmm. So uh, hopefully it could just keep 
growing from there. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Everybody just keep building and the scene keeps growing. Mm-hmm. But I also got to be a realist. The other end of it is maybe we've we seen the explosion and we're living through it. And we're tapped out? I have think? to. I always okay. got to look at stuff like that. You got to be realistic. I'm a, a huge sports fan. It's something mm-hmm. I always joke with my son about because I love the Razorbacks. Yeah. I've seen us be bad for so many years. Oh, yeah. And you have to cherish the good years. And sometimes you're like, <laughs> oh, you know what? But next year we're going to win the championship. <laughs> you think that. You yeah, know what I'm saying? And maybe yeah. this was as good as we was going to get. You That's know what I'm saying? Fan, so though. you have to be re- real about it. So I yeah. look at it like I'm a. I'm cherishing it. Let me say there that. You, go. you know what I'm saying? I, I'm appreciative of it. And talking about T-Pain, like I'm still riding that high. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm still riding the Snoop and Ice Cube high. So, <laughs> so I'm cherishing everything right now because I just never know how, how to go with hip-hop. And music changes constantly. You That's know? true. Now, something I didn't expect was Trippy Red to come through yeah. um, uh, the amp, right? Yes. So was that like a fluke? Or like... <laughs> <laughs> um, or because it, a lot of people like I saw them posting it and they're like I don't know I think it was uh, Danielle Musselman and she was like I don't know who Trippy Red is <laughs> but I was, I was like what like I mean I only know who Trippy Red is because of my son but that's that's another story but is that a is that a fluke is that like a package deal that just happened is that gonna happen again like uh, Travis Scott was here that's real so I mean it could happen yeah right? and, and he's a I guess it speaks to the the growth of hip hop and how you can. He's almost like a party hip hop or a, a rage hip hop. You get what is. I'm saying? Okay. So mm-hmm. it's a lane for that. Uh, you know, they brought NF, a Christian rapper, a few years ago. So oh, you get what I'm saying? Hip hop is so big; it's okay. different lanes for different artists. So he's a young rage, kind of like in the same as, as Travis Scott. Yeah. So yeah, it's another. It's still a lane for that that type of artist to come up here and have that type of fun show. Because like college kids, I feel like. Love they that. love Trippy Red. They love Travis Scott. Yeah. They love Waka Flocka. That high energy he, type. He of comes show. often, so yeah. I think maybe you're right. There is a lane for that. So I, my next question is: with those artists like under your belt, you know what I mean? How do you keep that momentum going? Like, because I know you said that it might. We might have, you know, we might have tapped good out point. a little Real bit. Good point. But um. And then these, and then we have to look at the type of artists that come, right? Because Ludacris and Nelly are kind of like safe. It's like from our time period, you know what I mean? People know who they are, like white people, yeah, just to be honest with artists, you. Yeah. So wh- how far are we from getting, this is a stretch for me. Are you ready for this? Go ahead. Big crit. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I got you. I got you. I mean, I, that's a personal uh, selfish thing. But. Um, I like him and he's safe, but <laughs> but the draw. But um, yeah. Now to to your point with the how can we keep expanding and and almost are we gonna keep running out of safe artists? You hear me? I, I'm getting what you're saying. Yeah. Um, but it goes along. You got you still got Jack Harlow's and Post Malone's. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? Like I say, hip hop so big. You still have a lane for them type of artists. The Flow Riders and I know they had Pet Bull of stuff like that. Them yeah. Type of artists, Flow Rider was here too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you still got. You know what I'm saying? A few more you can reach out, but I, I, I'm getting your point. It's only so many, and then finally, so well, many not safe finna, ones. Yeah, yeah we're not bringing them, baby. We're not bringing NBA young. You get what I'm saying? And <laughs> right. finally, you reach that point, it's not going to happen. So that's why I told you, I don't know. I'm just yeah. kind of just riding the wave. We're riding the wave uh, right now. And some of you talk about momentum, just mm-hmm. even from artist standpoint, DJ, whatever you're doing, momentum. The thing that has changed today is people don't care about nothing that you did. Like, this T-Pain concert going to be old as hell a week from now. You think so? Yes. Shut Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube was last year's stuff I did. Okay. That means nothing this year. Oh. And I feel, you know, it's like music. You know, somebody can drop a hit. A couple months later, 
Oh, that's old. Mm-hmm. You, you washed up. Mm-hmm. You just had a number one hit two, three months ago. Yeah. You have to constantly. You got to stay up with the yes. times. But I, but I understand it. I get it. Like today, it's just, what are you doing now? All right, yeah. That's old stuff. That don't matter no more. So but, what are the options for, for new artists? Like I know we've been talking about like the safe artists. What are the options for new artists as far as um, reaching their or finding their niche right here in Northwest Arkansas? Do they have to stay here? Like, do you think that they can go other places? Oh, yeah. Uh, other than Northwest Arkansas? It's back to finding finding your lane. Once you find your thing, you have to find your crowd, too. You know what I'm That's saying? True. Northwest Arkansas may not be your crowd. Okay. And I, I used the opposite. You may be a, a, a street rapper and you're in Northwest Arkansas and mm-hmm. you're in the wrong spot. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. So it could be okay. the opposite of, you know, I need to get out of here. They ain't feeling my music. Okay. So, no, it, it could be on that end, but... Once again, hip hop is so big. It's just finding that crowd from mm-hmm. the, like I say, you can be the rager, the safe artist, the turn up artist, the street rapper. Yeah, you know what I'm saying it's just so much a, a rock rapper like MGK. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. can do that. So it's it's a lot. It's just finding that crowd. What about R and B? Now I know you're you're mm-hmm. very skilled in hip hop. What I mean is there an avenue for black R and B? artists here do you think that um this is their crowd you know what i mean just like uh, with a street rapper with because it might not be <laughs> I, I, I gotta shoot it to you straight <laughs> yeah if you can sing like an angel today i mean it's gonna be rough on you you think it don't matter so? how good you can in sing. this area you can sing like a it's just period yeah like you have to have more than that and i r&b is just I mean, it's kind of like <laughs> you gotta dead have anyway. Yeah. I hate to say that. Like, and it's like, almost like yeah. they just pick and choose. Like, it ain't even a, a look. You know, back then, you, they used to think you have to have a look you a certain way. You have to have way. a look, right. Even your sound. Like, you can sound like Beyonce, but it don't even matter. Like, you got to have uh, more than that these days. You think it's um, easier for for black male R&B artists or black female R&B artists? And that is a good question. That is a very good question. I think it's hard both ways. I would mm. want to say just being a male, I would think it's easier for a woman just yeah. look-wise, R&B, a sure. type of music. Because she may not even like really be able to sing, but if she is and people easy on the eyes, yeah. you yeah. know, then it might be a little bit uh, easier. So I, I think that would be easier, but I think it's still hard. Hard wow. for both in, in today with R&B. And it's just crazy because I know Romy and you are around the same age and know yeah. how big it was in the 90s yes. and to see where... It don't matter how good you it sing It doesn't today, matter now. It's hard on you. It's hard for me to even listen to new R&B music. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it feels like old stuff. <laughs> like, I am that old lady now who's only listening to uh, older music. Because I remember, um, you know, first you had to be a little bit more girly. And then it was okay for you not to be girly. And then even with female rappers, yeah. like, you had to be a little, a little raunchy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Lil' Kim ish and then when the brat came out it was okay for you to be a tomboy so things really just kind of shift depending on the time and like the climate so that's some good advice well when i come out with my rap album (laughs) i'll let you know i'll let i'll let bambi produce the beat you know and and i'm gonna go i'm gonna be a, a a bazillionaire but um final thoughts like where can people reach you um, what what else would you like to to say to like new and upcoming artists? Uh, one thing I got, I do want to touch on with R and B that is very important, right? It's very 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 important. okay. I'm ready. <laughs> I'm excited. R and B is a is a little alive and thriving. Okay, but if it gets too big, it's pop. Oh, you get what there I'm saying? it is. So the, the weekend. That's my point. So when we were talking about that, I'm like, well, the weekend. And uh, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars is an R&B singer. And we've been leaving him out of the R&B conversation. Yes. It's pop music. That's what they call it. That's R&B. 
And it's like old school R and B. Yeah. But it's just weird that now we're just used to calling it pop music and he's on Why the do people call why do you feel like people think Bruno Mars is pop? Is it because he's not black? Let's you be real. Know, you know, I I don't understand it. Um, yeah. And I I'm gonna stick to I guess the numbers thing and I think it's easier to sell. Um, okay. I get you another know, Ariana Grande is an R B singer. Adele yeah, does R and B. But she's R&B. considered pop. I know mm. they do R and B. Adele's a, a pop artist. Adele's no R and B. I know. Yeah. There's no way she's a soul singer, basically. That's crazy. <laughs> but it's so big, and to make it marketable, we call it pop. Kind of weird. It, there it is. That's you yeah. said a word right there. To make it marketable, you have to call it pop because if you call R and B, some people aren't familiar with it. it, and so it's easier just to call it pop. We were talking about the weekend the other day, like his. First single was about cocaine, <laughs> yeah. and it won a Kids' Choice Awards. Like, what? Yeah. Like, that is kind of inappropriate. But um, he's a pop artist, and he's a pop artist. <laughs> he, he be crossing that line. Always got blood on his face, kind of stuff. All right, yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so where can people reach you, DJ D Soul? I mean, you're everywhere, and you're always busy, so yeah. it's hard to reach you. <laughs> uh, all <laughs> platforms. I'm on every single thing. Uh, that's mm. when we talking about the promotion. I try everything. You're on Twitter. You never know what to work. Do Twitter. Uh, my Twitter's actually kind of kind of working. The Shut little, up. What the hell happened today? Segment I do. Yes, it's that's doing a good the best segment. on Twitter, mm-hmm. which is random. That makes sense. But that's no. why I try. It don't look like anything else on Twitter, so that's why I think it's working. Okay, you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm on everything. DJ D Soul. You can look at me from Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, everything, and find me on there and get in contact with me. But all DJ, right, yeah. thank you so much for lending your time and dealing with my craziness today. <laughs> I had a great time. <laughs> uh, it's Interform Podcast with me, Girl Roll on the Radio. You can catch me on Instagram, R O underscore on the radio, all one word. Um, I'm on Facebook, but not that often. It's just Ro Bailey on Facebook. But check us out, interform.art. That's Interform Podcast. Thank you, DJ Diesel. We appreciate you. All right. <laughs> On April 7th, Interform participated in the NWA Gives Day of Giving. In a 24-hour period, we were able to raise just over $7,000 for a beginner sewing camp we offer to NWA-based teenagers in the summer. So this is an amazing program. It teaches students the fundamentals of sewing, pattern making, fashion illustration, and apparel design. So not only do students learn the art of sewing and design, they make new friendships and take away valuable career building skills. Most of the students we serve would not otherwise have access to this type of educational experience. So we still have $5,000 to raise to meet our goal and our fundraiser page is still active. So please visit NWA Gives website to find our page and make a donation. You can also find a link to our page in our Instagram bio. Thank you.